Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. Is our hyperfixation on sleep optimization healthy or is it doing more harm than good? How many hours should we all be getting at night? Which supplements are actually helpful for improving and helping with sleep? Well, joining me in the studio today to help answer these questions is Matt Gallant, author and CEO of BioOptimizers. As someone who has issues with sleep, this episode was so helpful and insightful. So let's dive in. Life can be hard and it's easy to feel stressed, anxious and out of control. What if there was a way to take back control? What if there was a practical way to detox your brain? This is now possible with NeuroCycle, the first ever scientifically tested brain detox app shown to help reduce an anxiety and depression by up to 81%. Users are guided through a variation of audio and video, brain exercises and mind management lessons every day. I'm excited to share some of the latest features in the app, including guides for children and parents, detailed feedback and recommendations, written guides through days 22 through 63 of the NeuroCycle, and an easy way to track your progress. There are over 500,000 NeuroCycle users worldwide, and the app has helped change thousands of lives, including people trying to find purpose in life, overcoming fear, better sleep, improved relationships, managing intrusive thoughts, depression and anxiety, and so much more. NeuroCycle is for everybody. No matter who you are, what you've been through, what you do, you have an incredible mind and brain that is always on and needs to be managed so that you can live your best both mentally and physically. This app is designed for individuals, couples, families, businesses or corporations. For everyone, everywhere. Join us by committing just a few minutes a day and see how your life is transformed. In just 63 days, you will have begun rewiring your brain for a happier and healthier life. Download the NeuroCycle app today and start changing your life one thought at a time. Just look for NeuroCycle on the iTunes App Store or Google Play or visit NeuroCycle.app. The link and more information will be in the show notes. Matt, it's great to be chatting again and I'm really excited about our topic today because it's so relevant. Sleep. We hear so much about sleep and there's so much scary stuff about sleep out there. You know, I always get kind of worried for people that they think, oh my gosh, if I don't sleep enough, I'm going to die. Almost. I mean, it sounds so scary. We know sleep's important, but I love how you make this a, a, a nice, gentle approach. And what I always tell my audience, and I've done a lot of in, in, podcasts and things around sleep, is that it's worse. The research shows that it's worse for your mind-brain-body connection, your psychoneurobiology, to worry about sleep than it is not sleeping. So if you can't sleep one particular night, the worrying is not is going to make it worse. So just chill, enjoy, watch your best, your favorite movie, do some work, whatever. You will eventually sleep. But there are ways that we can facilitate and help. So thank you for joining me today, and I'm excited to you know dive in a little deeper and get your wisdom on sleep. Yeah, sleep's one of my favorite topics, you know, and one thing I think about a lot is like what's the top two, top three things people can do to improve their health? And I think it's movement, nutrition, and sleep. And depending on which part of your life you've got optimized, you know, you you always want to try to focus on the thing that's the least optimized. And for a lot of people, it's sleep. And for me, it's been a necessity because I have bad genes for sleep, which showed up Mm. in my nutrigenomics. I knew that just because my father struggled with sleep for a long time as well. So yeah, it's been a a long journey. I spent about $45,000 on optimizing my sleep and I'm happy to share what's been a a good return on investment and what didn't work and et cetera, et cetera. And just to, to piggyback off the worrying about sleep, 
I think there's two things where people get overly stressed out. One of them is when people are struggling to fall asleep. And obviously, as soon as you start worrying about the fact that you're going to be tired the next day, you're increasing stress hormones, which will make it even more difficult to fall asleep. Exactly. So, you know, if you can kind of just accept that your brain is revving a little bit and just let it run its course and, you know, kind of just watch the movie in your mind, so to speak, it tends to help relax you. And the other part that people worry about is in the morning is a lot of people, of course, track their sleep using aura rings, Fitbits, mm-hmm. biostraps, et cetera. And they look at the data first thing and it's not what they want it to be. And then they get stressed out about that. So Such a good point. You know, I think one, one tip around that is maybe wait a couple of hours after you've woken up, look at the data a little bit later. And, you know, it's just data. And I think it's true for no matter what someone's goal is, you know, whether it's weight loss or trying to optimize your sleep, data is just data. And our goal is obviously to to move in the right direction. And there's going to be fluctuations. There's going to be some good nights, some bad nights and so on. So. I like that. I like the way you've explained about the data because it does worry me that people, you know, be in an age where you've got a, a there's the, the the amount of things that you can put on your body to read what's going on in your body is great, but it's also can make people over anxious as well. And that so data is never also one data point. As a scientist, I can tell you one data point is is not information. You have to have multiple data points. So thank you for mentioning that. So multiple data points, and then also if you think about it, that what you said there about the not worrying when you wake up first thing in the morning. I think people do, they grab their phone and if they all these little trackers, that is going to freak you out. And when you wake up in the morning, your brain is, your mind is waking your brain up and your non-conscious mind is waking up your conscious mind. So you've got this, the way you set up your day is so determined by how you wake up in the morning. So looking at data, that's excellent advice that you've given. Wait a few hours and then look at it very objectively. Yeah, I really like waking up and spending the first 30 to 60 minutes in a more parasympathetic state. I feel like that completely sets the tone for my day. So I like, you know, spending a little bit of time with my with my daughter. She's nine months old or going walking in the park, just doing, you know, meditation, red light therapy, just doing things that are just more relaxed and chill. And knowing that the world can wait another 30 to 60 minutes. I don't need exactly. to get off airplane mode and, and get bombarded with messages and things. So. I love that. Stay in airplane mode for a bit longer in the morning. That's so nice. And Matt, can you mentioned in the beginning that you've spent $45,000 trying to get better sleep and mm-hmm. what didn't, didn't work. I think that would be a great thing to talk about because it piqued my interest and I know it's piqued the interest of the, of the listeners. Yeah. Just to rewind a little bit, I, was tracking my sleep using a device called the Zeal. And just one more note on trackers. Yeah. So when you're looking at Oura rings, bio straps, et cetera, they're using secondary metrics to track your sleep. The only way to get accurate sleep data is to use EEGs. So yes. if you're not using some form of electrode or headband, it's about 60% accurate. It's still great data and directionally it's correct, meaning that just like body fat testing, nothing is 100% accurate. But if you're seeing the numbers improve, then you're you're doing the right things. So again, that's another reason not to get overly stressed out. But I was Big only point. getting zero to 15 minutes of deep sleep at night using wow. these, looking at my data. And that coincided with my testosterone crashing in the low 200s, my body fat reading being the highest ever on DEXA scan. And more importantly, I just felt horrible every day that I woke up. I literally felt groggy, felt tired, despite sleeping 
eight or nine hours a night. I was, you know, getting enough quantity. And that was a real eureka moment where I realized the real game is sleep quality. And I decided to, you know, invest whatever it took to optimize my sleep because looking at it from a short-term perspective, in terms of if I get a great night's sleep the next day, I feel like I'm the best version of myself as a as a human being, as a husband, as a father, as a businessman, as a business leader. So yeah, I just started spending money. And the other thing that I realized is if I see, if I keep compounding these different strategies and keep adding them and each one's improving things, let's say 10, 20%, that I could double, triple, quadruple my deep sleep over time, which is what's happened. So yeah, the first thing that I fixed was light. And, you know, light, first of all, starts in the morning. And of course, Andrew Huberman's been screaming off the rooftops to get light into your eyes in the morning. And it's something that I knew before. I, I don't think I realized the criticalness of it. But before, I used to use these glasses called Retimer this, that literally blast your eyes with blue light. So for people that are living in really cold climates, I'm Canadian, but I, I escaped 19 years ago. I live in Panama now because <laughs> I don't like cold. But, you know, for people that are in minus 30, minus 40 weather, like it was last week in Canada, I totally understand you don't want to go outside and get light in your eyes for 30 minutes. So you have other options like just turning on all the lights in your house, you know, blue light panels, blue light glasses, anything that shines blue light into your eyes will essentially kickstart a timer, which will make you feel more tired 14 to 16 hours later. So it's really important to, to try to program in some really strong circadian clocks and it starts in the morning with light. Then the, the second piece of light is obviously darkness. So typically around 90 minutes before your target bedtime, you want to start either dimming the lights, switching the lights to a more red tint. A lot of people love red light bulbs. And what's great now is you have all of these light bulbs that you can shift colors throughout the day, which is great. And some people love wearing blue light blocking glasses. I've also heard people use salt lamps, which is great because you can get kind of ambient lighting that's very dim. So for me personally, I used to wear blue light blocking glasses. I just dim the lights now, unless I'm on a plane. If I'm on a plane because there's so much blue light and I'm doing a red eye and I need to sleep. Mm. I'll wear uh, the True Darks by Dave Asprey, the red mm. ones that really cover too. your mm -hmm. eyes. I think they're phenomenal. Phenomenal. You look like a bug, but they you work do. really well. <laughs> really not the most attractive looking glasses for sure. But they work but Dave really well. Dave walks around the whole time with them on. All day, all night, I think. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're great. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. A lot of us will drop anything to go and help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well. But how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? One of my resolutions for 2022 is to treat myself like I would my best friend. And one way I'm going to do this is to spend more time doing the things that make and bring me joy, such as walking my two puppies or reading novels in the bath. Therapy is another great way we can take care of ourselves. Indeed, you don't have to be in a crisis mode to benefit from therapy. Therapy can provide preventative and protective strategies so that when things do get tough, you'll know what to do. It's one of the best gifts you can give yourself. And this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter just as much as everyone else does. And therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. 
so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. Cleaning up the mental mess listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash drleaf. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash drleaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. But yeah, the most important thing is that you dim the lights and you, you manage light or manage darkness, which essentially tells your brain that it's time to go to bed. It's time to sleep. It helps kickstart melatonin production, which I think that it's much better to try to optimize your natural melatonin production compared to taking exogenous forms. I do think that using melatonin in certain situations is good. There's certain times and places which we can get into, but for the most part, I think it's better to feed the body the the, the molecules it needs to naturally produce melatonin. And then of course, make sure that you're living in a, in a dark environment before you, you hit the bed. And then That's when you're in your advice. bedroom, yeah. And then when you're in your bedroom, you want to be in a pitch black environment where you literally can't see your hand. And the reason for mm-hmm. that is even, and I used to wear a sleep mask back to when I was sleeping nine mm-hmm. hours and getting horrible sleep. First of all, it's easy for your head to overheat and you want your head to be one degree cooler Celsius than your body. And the other issue is if you have light hitting your neck or your face, you have photoreceptors that will disrupt melatonin production. So light is a really, really big deal. That's it. That makes That's always why I end up you know, the little computer lights, the, the tiny little light that shines or any charges, like those lights really frustrate me. I am always get okay. up at night if I've forgotten to unplug my computer or something. Because those little spots of light I can see over the room <laughs> and they keep me awake. So <laughs> that goes yeah, to what it, you're saying. Yeah, when I go to a hotel, True Dark also sells these little dots that you can put on these little electronic lights. So when I'm in a hotel, I'm like hunting for these little lights on the alarms and the TVs and I'm like, that's such a good idea. And then those, when they have all the, like next to the bed, they have those clocks and things. I always just unplug them and or put them on the ground. If I can't unplug them and cover them with something or put them under the bed. So I don't have to, cause that's such a bright light right next to your face. If you think yeah. of it when you're sleeping, I love that. So you're, I love the approach of use natural as much as possible. So these, these, those are such basic principles. It doesn't cost you anything to, you don't have to buy any of those glasses, but you just have to make sure your environment's dark at night, start softening your lights before you go to bed, change your bulbs a bit. You go to change bulbs anyway and get, you know, get that light in your eyes in the morning. Those are things that it's just patterns of behavior that we can bring into our lives. And as you said, if you live in climates like Canada or something where it's, you know, does, doesn't get that bright in the morning, you may need a little bit of help. So it's a really, that's really great advice. Let's talk a little bit more about melatonin because that's something that, you know, you hear so many conflicting things over the years about it's fantastic, take it daily, it's really good for this, don't take it, do take it. You know, it's, how do you feel about melatonin and on the science of melatonin research? Yeah. So first of all, I have a genetic variant that causes me to wake up after five hours if I take too much melatonin. I've heard other people like Tim Ferriss and Huberman talk about that. So I don't know how many people have that variant, but mm. some of us do. So for me, it was never a great option unless I'm traveling overseas and I need to reset my circadian clock. So let's start by talking about when to use melatonin. If you're traveling more than three time zones, I think it makes sense to use it for two nights 
And I found that if you use it two nights, it's okay. It's fine. But by the third night, it, it, it seems to, to cause issues. Like I don't feel as good the third day. Mm. So two days and we can talk about kind of how to get rid of jet lag really quickly. That'll be but, great. Yeah. So, you know, melatonin is part of that, that strategy. The other time I like using melatonin is if I know I'm only going to get five hours of sleep because I got to catch a flight early or something, then I'll use it to actually feel more refreshed. I'm using my genetic variant as a hack with the melatonin to feel better in the morning. Or if, you know, I've gone past, I mean, this is really another important topic, which is consistency and not going past your circadian clock because you're going to get a cortisol release, which gives you that second win. And a lot of people, and I used to be kind of addicted to that second win and stay up really late at night because I'm a natural wolf or night owl, you know, depending yeah. on mm-hmm. all these chronotypes, which is really a good thing to talk about as well. Yeah. And when you get that second wind, it can be challenging to to fall asleep. I mean, magnesium is great to help counter mm-hmm. the cortisol, Definitely. but melatonin as well can help kind of shut the brain down. And if you look at the literature on melatonin, it's good to help people fall asleep, but it doesn't really help improve sleep quality in terms of deep or REM or help people stay asleep. So again, for people that might struggle to fall asleep, it's good. But here's my most radical perspective on melatonin, which I've never heard anybody talk about. So when I looked at the literature and I looked at how much melatonin does the brain actually produce, it's 10 to 80 micrograms. To put that into context, typically the smallest dose you'll find in a pill is around 350 micrograms or 500 micrograms, like 0.5 milligrams is 500 micrograms, right? Mm -hmm. And that was too much for me. Then I'm like, okay, well, let me try to get my dosage down to something that more natural. Again, that's 60 to 80 microgram range. Mm-hmm. And it's working incredibly well. So, so we have developed a product called Dream Optimizer, which is a spray, which is a, has around 18 to 20 micrograms per spray. So people can get the exact amount that they need to to feel to fall asleep without getting the consequences. And I don't wake up like I used to before. So that's amazing. That is very significant because people think, oh, I need to take more. You know, they, the recommended dose is normally that five milligram or the six milligram or something. And people say, I, I need to fall asleep. So they take double. So people are taking way too much. So this melatonin is a situation where too much is really a problem. Less is more in this case. And the product you're talking about, can you tell us about that product that's actually the spray that has got the right amount that it, it does your body adapt? It takes that minimum amount and uses what it needs or makes more. How does it work? Yeah. So first of all, the it, it has, again, about 18, 20 micrograms per spray. And we, for us to get people, to give people the ability to get the right dose, we felt like a spray was the only way because it was hard to get that into a capsule or a powder or whatever. The other ingredient in it is California poppy seed. It's got a 5-HTP and some other cofactors, and it dramatically increases REM. So you'll notice a lot more lucid, vivid dreaming when you use Dream Mm. Optimizer. That's why we called it that. And yeah, you know, REM is really critical. Obviously, you're in the world of mental health. Mm -hmm. And, And just to give people the basics on sleep. So deep sleep is where there's a lot of rejuvenation that happens on the body level. There's a lot of really powerful hormonal production that occurs. 
And then during REM, there's a lot of memory consolidation, emotional processing, neurotransmitter formation. So if you're not getting enough REM, it's going to be very difficult to to be in a good mood after a few Mm. days of no REM. So yeah, I was chatting with a friend of mine recently and he said like his short-term memory was shot. And my first question was, how much sleep are you getting? He's like, yeah, I'm only getting three, four hours and I'm waking up and I, I gave him some more products and it's been uh, transformational. So yeah, that getting great exciting. sleep is critical. Mm-hmm. Now that's what um, what you say about the deep sleep and things. One of the things that in the field that I work in is the telomerase, which you need for telomeres, which, you know, it's the whole, between one point, at, at, at your delta frequencies between, I think it's 1.3, 1.7 Hertz, and that's when the telomerase is, is released. So if people don't get into deep sleep, you don't get to that you don't get to that frequency range enough, and you don't get the telomerase being released. So it affects your telomeres, your aging, everything, and that has a, a literally an in, immediate impact. So that deep sleep thing is is very important. That's what I like about what you're telling me about the spray, the you know that using the natural melatonin at the right levels with the poppy seed. The, what did you call it? The California. California poppy seed, yeah. And then that, so that combination, does that help to get people into that enough deep sleep, get to the deep sleep and stay there long enough for the, all the hormonal reactions to take place? Is that what well, you're finding from the research? Called, yeah, we have another product called Sleep Breakthrough, which is completely different. Okay. So the Dream Optimizer, I would recommend three, four days a week, Sleep Breakthrough, Magnesium Breakthrough, you can use daily. And the Sleep Breakthrough is designed to give people the the building blocks like magnesium along with the cofactors to naturally produce melatonin. It's got a lot of other really powerful sleep molecules as well, which we can get into. But just to, to really highlight the impact of one bad night of sleep, and again, we don't want to stress people out there listening, but here's what occurs. One is there's hippocampus damage. So back to my friend that couldn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Your hippocampus obviously is critical for short-term memory storage. And if you have one bad night of sleep, it will damage your hippocampus. There's DNA damage. And if you look at the difference in heart attack rates between daylight saving time in the spring mm-hmm. versus the fall, there's a 45% difference. Like So heart attacks increase the next day when people lose an hour by 24%. And when the people gain an hour, heart attacks go down 21% the next day. So yeah, the, the impacts immediate in terms of like one bad night of sleep. And, you know, it's to me, like, if I think about what's some of the damaging things anybody can do to their brain and body, it's probably getting, you know, a horrible night's sleep. And of course, sometimes it happens, but if you can do all the things we're talking about on today's podcast, you can certainly minimize a lot of that. Yeah, that's really important. Yeah, I use the magnesium breakthrough all the time. So these these are two different products, and you would use so the magnesium breakthrough you can use daily. The what's it called again? Sorry, the these are three. The magnesium breakthrough daily, I use it all the time. You then the spray is the two to three dream times optimi- a week. Dream optimizer, dream optimizer, and that's really going to help get people into the deep REM. sleep and just so just oh. REM, not not non REM. Okay, so just REM. So that's really for the REM. Okay, mm-hmm. and then the other one that you're talking about, the third one, which is called. Sleep breakthrough. That's going to help prepare people for the deep sleep. It's going to help people fall asleep faster, stay asleep, get, get better deep, deep and I'd say sleep longer as well and feel more refreshed the next day. So glycine is, in my opinion, one of the most powerful amino acids for health in general. It's involved in all kinds of things from collagen productions. If you want great skin, glycine is really critical. Mm-hmm. 
to all kinds of really important detoxification pathways. But for sleep, it actually lowers body temperature. And I I think we should circle back to temperature because that's one of the most important. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. But glycine will actually lower body temperature and increases REM. And here's my favorite part about glycine, which came up in the literature and in the research. If you don't get enough sleep, let's say you only slept five or six hours, but you took three grams of glycine, you will actually feel much better the next day. And I've noticed that wow. like before, whereas if I, I got suboptimal levels of sleep, I felt tired and groggy with the glycine. That's essentially eliminated. I don't, I maybe I'm not at my hundred percent best, but I don't feel exhausted like I used to before. So glycine is an incredible amino acid for sleep. Also helps impact GABA in a positive way. And I think GABA is another really important molecule for mm-hmm. sleep. You know, if you look at insomniacs, they're about 30% deficient in GABA. So GABA is an incredible neurotransmitter for relaxing your nervous system, relaxing your brain. There's an inverse relationship between glutamate and GABA. Glutamate excites mm-hmm. the brain and GABA helps quiet it down. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are just, they don't have enough GABA and they're overly stressed out because of it. So mm, that's really interesting. And I agree with that totally. That's really, that's, it's simple, simple to understand. Let's talk about the temperature aspect. Temperature. So back to when I was sleeping eight, nine hours a night, I mean, obviously my light was not optimized, but I'd say probably the number one thing I was doing wrong was temperature. Now keep in mind, I live in Panama. So I was using air conditioning. It was 16, 18 degrees Celsius in my room, 65, 69 Fahrenheit. So it was cool, but I was still sweating and losing literally three to four pounds of water every night because I was overheating underneath the sheets. Because what Mm -hmm. happens is your body obviously radiates a lot of temperature, a lot of heat, and that heat will get trapped between your skin and the mattress and cause you to overheat while you're sleeping. And heat will destroy your deep sleep. Like I would say, you know, probably the number one thing to help improve deep sleep is you need to make sure that you're in a very cold environment and the environment, the temperature in the room is not enough. So I I strongly advise people buy a chili pad or a sleep eight. There's a bunch of different technologies out there that allow you to cool the temperature underneath the bed sheets and if you're a woman in premenopause or menopause, mm-hmm. or if you work out a lot, or if you have a lot of lean muscle mass or a fast metabolism, mm-hmm. your body's going to be radiating radiating a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. And the only real antidote to that is to use one of these cooling technologies underneath the sheets. And it's just mm-hmm. an incredible piece of technology. So that's amazing. There's even some mattresses. I know I have one in our we've got two homes and in our home in Miami we have this new mattress and it's got these cooling beads built into the mattress nice. and i can feel such a difference in in sleeping there versus sleeping in Dallas where we mm. have our studios i mean Dallas at the moment so and it's definitely that cooling because we always keep our ac down low at night so that you can keep the environment nice and cool but it's as you say it's your body that traps the heat so also your your bed sheets and that kind of thing, those are really important to know what to do there. So you don't have freeze, but you do need to keep your body temperature down. So that's really interesting. That's really yeah, interesting. In a, yeah. In a perfect world, when you're going in, into your bed, it's very cool. And then as you're moving into REM, which is obviously typically two, three, four hours before you wake up, mm-hmm. the temperature mm-hmm. starts rising a little bit. Not that, that will boost your REM. So cold will boost your your deep, 
which is again, typically the first few hours of your sleep journey. And then a few hours before you wake up is typically when there's the most REM activity. So that's when you can bump up the temperature a little bit. And some of these newer versions of these technologies will, you can program it to do that and you'll wake up actually feeling better and getting more REM and more deep. So in terms of investments, I would say that's right up there with the great mattress. That cooling, that cooling, the cooling pads or whatever that you can control after the good mattress and then have these sleep aids, but used in a quite a organized way. So if you're taking the three that you've recommended, then with melatonin, do you still need the melatonin? So again, like magnesium, so to stop with timing, because timing of these molecules is really important. Mm-hmm. First, you want to have a target bedtime, which a lot of people don't have. And that means that you're trying to go to bed at the same time every night. And, you know, the more consistent you are with that, you will hardwire that circadian clock and you'll notice a big improvement. Like, let's say you're going to bed at 10 p.m. from Monday to to Thursday. And then on the weekends, you're staying up till 1 a.m. That will significantly impact the quality of your sleep. So that's a really important aspect to, to consider. But yeah, one hour before your target bedtime, I take two capsules of magnesium breakthrough, which by the way, magnesium is a precursor, which means a building block for serotonin, which is a precursor, a building block for melatonin. And obviously magnesium also helps with with GABA production and it helps obviously calm your nervous system down and anything you can do to shift more into a parasympathetic mode, which means you're more relaxed, will improve your sleep. So anything you can do to to slow down your brain waves, and we can go back to brain waves in a few minutes because that's that's another big one. Anything you can do to relax your nervous system will improve your sleep. And magnesium, I think on the nervous system level, I, I don't think I've found anything more impactful than that. So two capsules of that and then two scoops of sleep breakthrough, that's every every single night. And then the dream optimizer I'll use, like I used it last night. I'll use it usually three or four days a week to really boost my REM. Here's something interesting that I've noticed, and I don't have any hard data. So this is an end of one over many years though. Mm -hmm. And that is, I've noticed that the body seems to prioritize deep or REM based on what I did during the day. So if I did squats or deadlifts or any sort of physically strenuous exercise or activity, the body seems to want more deep. The days where I pushed my brain really hard, maybe I did some emotional work or neurofeedback or things like that, my brain seems to want more REM. And I've noticed that, like, you know, and I've, I've paid Very attention to that. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense, you know, again, if it you're does make pushing sense. the body. Yeah, yeah it you, does make sense because the physical is drained. So you want the deep sleep to restore and regenerate and the, the other stimulating a lot of memory work and a lot of mind work. So there's more little bit more of conscious aspect involved even though it's non-conscious it's yeah yeah, that's really interesting Mm -hmm. yeah it is so for that reason that's why kind of like three four days a week i'll I'll try to boost my rem and it it just seems to be a a more natural a natural pattern and one important piece with melatonin is you need to take it when you're in bed with the lights off because if you take a say melatonin and you're awake and you're brushing your teeth and light is Blasting your eyes, Rocks you're literally destroying melatonin in real time. That's such a good point. So take it in bed as you get it's the last thing into bed, and you take it. And that's also taken not too often, only now and then, a couple of times 
a week, also the right dose. So you've got that spray that that basically gives the right dose. Right. So you've got the you've got this, and that spray you do as the lights are out, as you're about to go to sleep, and you do the spray. Yeah, I literally have it on my bed stand, so I can just grab it in the dark, you know, feel feel my way, and then spray, you know, four or five sprays and pass out. So that's amazing. Do you have those products in in your studio with you there that you can hold up and show? I don't actually. No, I don't. No problem. So. We'll put we'll put the link in the show notes. Being healthy is about so much more than a number on a scale or a test at the doctor. It's about having the time and energy to do the things we love and spend time with the people we love, the things that make life worth living. Whatever your reason is for wanting to make a change, Noom is ready to help. Their program uses psychology to help you learn how to make healthier choices every day so that you can break the cycle and change your habits for good. I find the app's quick daily lessons super helpful and have learned so much about the relationship between what I eat and my mental health. I also think it's great that you get to choose your level of support from five-minute daily check-ins to personal coaching, which works well with my busy schedule. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash drleaf. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash drleaf to sign up for your trial today. And check out Noom's first ever book, the Noom Mindset, a deep dive into the psychology of behavior change, available to buy now wherever books are sold. The link and details will be in the show notes. In summary, you have, you've pretty much given a summary. Is there anything else that you'd like to say specifically about the products that you're talking about? Because they, these are amazing. Listen, I use the Magnesium Breaks and I'm really excited to be to start using the other two as well in the way that, and I love the pattern that you've that you've explained. I sleep really well, but I've only started sleeping really well since I haven't allowed myself to get into that second, you know, that second wind because I was always kids busy. I've got four children running a business, whatever. So, and doing a lot of research that often do my best work between 12 and three in the morning, but it does eventually now I'm in bed by eight 30. I'm asleep by nine 30. Like if I can even keep my eyes open, I'm up at five, six, it's totally different pattern, but I'm getting the best sleep ever and it's just it's a, and the cooling and all these they really it really does work but uh, even i don't have to make magnesium regularly that magnesium breakthrough that i can definitely feel a difference so i'm very excited to try these other two products as well yeah some other again free things that people can do is one and this this is probably one of the top destroyers of sleep is don't eat at least three hours before bed like i'm talking a meal mm-hmm now, interestingly, if you, let's say, in, ingest carbohydrates, like a teaspoon of honey, which a lot of people have reported better sleep with, or half a cup of fruits right before bed, the, the carbohydrates will increase serotonin in the brain, which, again, is a precursor to melatonin. Mm-hmm. So that can help. Amino acids are not a problem. So again, the glycine, the L-theanine, the GABA, those are all amino acids. Your body will ingest those and process those in 30 to 45 minutes. But I'm talking about a big meal, like a, a real meal. Yeah, Wait, try at least on. three hours, mm-hmm. ideally maybe even four. And some people have even told me five hours works better for them. And, you know, obviously Masszymes, which is still our second best-selling supplement. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have told us over the years that they take, you know, and I've done it many times as well, take a few couple capsules before bed and they get better sleep. And it never made sense to me. I didn't understand the mechanism until... I figured out that it's helping clear out the food 
that's in the digestive tract and it's helping them sleep better that way. Another interesting fact is, so we bought a half million dollar HPLC machine and we've been measuring the neurotransmitter formation of all the probiotics on the, like every probiotic on the market, not just ours. And P3OM, which is one of our products, it's a single strain, Alpentarum, very special. It's the number one GABA producer and it peaks eight hours later. So if you take it with dinner, for an example, first of all, it'll help you digest your food better. And they'll actually be producing GABA throughout your intestinal tract, which is which is great. So you'll you'll probably get better sleep. I can sleep. speak to that one. That probiotic of yours is fantastic. It really does. It doesn't work immediately. So people mustn't. There's nothing with sleep. Nothing is immediate. So it's but all of these things it trained my body. So you're, that, when I don't have it, I can tell when I run out. I can tell the difference. So I agree with that. Yeah, that's but that I found that with all your products actually. That's they build up into your body and your body. It just helps to produce what your body needs very naturally, very gently. So so back to people, kind of back to struggling, back to the beginning where people are struggling to fall asleep. If you look at insomniacs and you look at the data, and we talked about a, a GABA mm-hmm. deficiency, and that's one of the reasons why we put pharma GABA and sleep breakthrough. But there's another thing occurring in the brain, which is hyperactive beta brainwave activity. Mm-hmm. And when you have too much beta brainwave activity, that's when you got the hamster wheel going. You can't stop ideating. I mean, most people that have ADHD have, you know, basically hyperactive beta brainwave activity in their, in their minds. So there's two things you can take that will actually reduce your beta brainwave activity. One of them is GABA and pharma GABA especially will help significantly reduce beta brainwave activity. And the other one's L-theanine. And L-theanine, which is an amino acid typically derived from green tea, has been one of my favorite sleep products and sleep molecules for years. It's great. It helps relax you without causing drowsiness. So we included both of those in Sleep Breakthrough, which again, can help really quiet down the brain. And you'll feel it within 30 to 45 minutes, you'll feel your brain kind of just quiet down and it is increasing alpha as well, which is a great state to be in before bed. It's more of a calm, heart-centered state of mind and really primes you for a good night's rest. I'm glad you brought that up. I actually do a lot of the work, the research at clinical trials. I do, we use the QEG and mm-hmm. so we just, we actually just, just released, a, a, submitted a paper on beta, low beta, getting people into, you know, controlling the amplitude and the low beta and so on and uh, helping with dealing with toxic thoughts and calming the brain down. And it's, it's so, so beta, I'm so glad you brought beta up because beta also, high beta has a bad name because we think that if you stay in that it, all the time, it's it's a problem, but it, it, it's all about balancing. So what I'm hearing you say is it's all about balance. It's not that beta is bad. It's excellent. Without it, we can't focus. And you can have high beta if you're anxious and you can have high beta if you're super excited. It's all about the balance and where you're at. And so any kind of mind work is going to help with that and any kind of supplementation that can just help because your mind uses your brain. So if you can help your brain, while you're helping your mind, because your mind is helping your mind, that combination is a win-win situation all around. So I'm glad that you brought that up. And yeah, it's really great. Well, Matt, yeah. we've run out of time. And I'm just, is there anything else that you want to sort of wrap up with? It's been so interesting. It's such a fascinating, there's so many different questions and areas that we can dive into. But I think you've given a nice, a really great overview plan for people that is from the no, no things that you can do that don't cost you a cent. And then things that you can do 
to supplement correctly because it's overwhelming. There's just so many supplements out there that help supposedly help people sleep. But I like the balance that BioOptimizers brings to the table. So is there anything else that you'd like to sort of summarize with or end off with? No, like no matter how good you're sleeping, there's another level and it's worth striving for that next level. Because I think when I think about over the next few decades of your life, if you're getting 10, 20, 30, 40% better sleep, how's that going to how's that going to impact your health, your longevity, the quality of your life, et cetera? So yeah, I think sleep, no matter where you're at on that sleep spectrum. In, invest in better sleep. You know, sell. You know, I literally, I've told this to people. Listen, if you have to sell your car to get a good <laughs> mattress, to get a chili pad, to make a great sleep environment, sell your car, take Uber. It, you, you'll have a better life because of it. So yeah, uh, I love that. <laughs> Rather Uber than and have a mattress, have a, have a great cooling, all the great cooling things. I love that. That's a great note to end on. Thank you, Matt, for your wisdom and insight. And I'm very excited about what you guys do at Buy Optimizers and continue to produce such great products that really do work. So thank you yeah, so thank much. You. Thank you. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors.